Welcome back. You are listening to the Future Sports Talk Radio. We are Truth Be Told Sports Podcast. You know the, the vibes. You know, it's your boy King Cooley on the mic. <laughs> you already know who I'm with. I'm here with my boy White Mike. What's up, White Mike? What's up, everybody? How are y'all? How you doing, bro? Like it's been a. It seems like it's been a long time. Like we missed last week as a show. It seems like forever since we've done this. I uh, yeah. I think I'm on my seventh city in four weeks. Oh my God, this dude. So I've been, I left Savannah, Georgia to Birmingham, now Muscle Shoals, Alabama, and back to Birmingham in the next week, I think. Oh, my goodness. Damn. I, I, I would say I feel sorry for it, but I don't. But, but it's fun sometimes. Yeah, I, I know you're having a good time. And everybody knows my A1 from day one, Hollow Point's in the building. What's up, Hollow Point? What up, what up, what up, what up? How's it going, man? How, uh, where, where are you now? Uh, I'm in a disclosed, disclosed area, uh, North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> How long are you there? Um, I honestly don't know right now. About a little over a month, I'll be here. Damn, dude. So everybody knows we record on Mondays. So today is Monday, and y'all can thank this day for giving y'all the pleasure of having um, said hollow point on the show. Yeah. Today is his birthday. It's his birthday. Happy That's 41st right. birthday, my guy. That's right. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sing a song to you. Don't sing the song. We're good. We're you sure? Good. Let me let me tune my, up a little bit. My, my uh my mom calls. Totally sing the song. And my aunt sung. Nah, I'm not gonna we do good. it. I ain't gonna do it. I ain't gonna do it. So we good. Oh, you everybody y'all sang out? What's up? Happy What's birthday. Nope. Nope, we're good. <laughs> Mr. Hollipoint. No, I'm just Okay, and that other voice you hear is uh the homie Slick Capone. What's up, Slick? Slick is only uh he's just like me. He's he's the only person, but the three of them travel a lot for work. I don't. I'm always at home. But I I, I do go to work because I was on paper shit. Um but Slick is here. What's up, Slick? What what what's going on? Holy how's it going, bro? Like um it looks like you're back back home in uh, in Huntsville, right? Yeah, man. Uh, opposite of White Bike, man. I, I'm finally settled for a week. Uh, I get a week home. Uh, I was in Miami for three weeks, St. Petersburg for a week. I was in Cocoa Beach for a couple of days. So my, my, my week has settled down a little bit. So I'm back in Huntsville. Glad That's to be back. Hometown. That's what's up. That's what's up. Um, well, you guys are listening to the Truth Be Told Sports Podcast. Uh, here with Hooli, uh, King Hooli here uh, with White Mike, Hollow Point, and uh, Slick Capone. We try to come like every week and do this uh, do these shows for you guys, and we appreciate doing it. And I'm a, this is a part of the show where I turn it over to Hollow Point because he's so great at this part. You know what I'm saying? The birthday boy. Like, go ahead and uh, hit us well, with those uh, uh, socials. So let welcome, let welcome. them know. Let them know. Let them know. Yeah, first of all, welcome back to the show. Um, thank you for listening. We appreciate your continued support of our show. Um, we try to give you as uh, much good content and entertainment as possible. Um, if you want to contact us at any of our social formats, we are we have a Facebook page, uh, Truth Be Told Sports Podcast. Um, we have a Facebook group, uh, Truth Be Told Sports. Um, we are on um, both Instagram and YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, just look up Truth Be Told Sports Podcast. And we also have a website, uh, Uh You can hit us up also on Twitter at TBTS Podcast. Mm-hmm. And send us anything, likes, dislikes, suggestions for the show, uh, whatever, to, to, uh, to join in. Join in on the fun, man. Uh, we, we, we pretty much listen and respond to all messages and good or bad. We appreciate it. So hit us up. That's what's up. That's what's up. Appreciate you for doing that, man. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna we'll jump right into the show, man. Uh, before we jump into it, I want to do a quick, quick, quick shout out to Hideki Matsuyama for becoming the first male golfer from Japan to win a major championship. Um, what do you guys? It, did you guys catch the Masters over the weekend or no? Uh, I'm gonna be honest with you. No. Um, I did see some of the highlights though uh, when mm-hmm. uh, when ESPN covered it. So, and, and just 
he came out of nowhere. I think I saw the begin. I thought I saw day one where Justin Rose kind of took over, and then yeah, day two he kind of didn't take over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so, um, but yeah, he came out of nowhere to me. So mm-hmm. shout out to him. Shout out to his. Yeah. He repped. He repped his country. His whole country on his back. So, so that's what's up. That's what's up. Shout out to him. Uh, speaking quick on it. Um, yes, Hollow Point, you are right. Like, uh, I caught the tail end of it, so I watched him. He actually won it on a bogey shot on the 18th hole. Mm. Like, uh, Zalatoris was in the league and he he beat him. Uh, you know, of course, Jordan Spieth came in third, but not only is he the first uh Japanese to ever win it. But he's only the second Asian to ever win a major tournament. Period. From all the Asian islands and countries, so mm. shout out to him definitely for doing that. He only won by one stroke. One stroke oh, well. is what he won, and it came on a bogey on the 18th hole. All right, hey, yo, dude, one stroke don't matter. So you know, what I'm um, saying as massive massive champion is something you'll never ever be. You could take away from uh from it uh for for the rest of Matsuyama. The rest of his life, he's always gonna be labeled labeled that. So, uh, congratulations to uh, he's, he's eating free in Japan forever. Oh, for real? Oh, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll be happy with that. Yeah, no, no. he said he was spotted uh, in the airport after winning it wearing the green jacket. Like, I guess, like he didn't want to take it off. <laughs> Dude, I would have flew back if I, if I were him. I would fly I back to Japan in that. I would take that. I would sleep in that jacket. I would, I would, I would, I would, yeah, I would take shit in have that to jacket. Peel it off my dead body. I would wear it yeah. every day. <laughs> I would wear it every day. Every day. I would sleep in that jacket. I would take so, shit in that jacket. I would take showers in that jacket. You could take. Tell me nothing. But you would take the jacket off. Like no, I'm getting 45 pounds to where that jacket's not fitting anymore, and I'm still not taking it off. <laughs> I'm telling you, couldn't nobody like nobody could tell me anything ever. Like <laughs> laws. I'm talking about you couldn't give me instructions. I'm sorry, do you have a green jacket from the masters? Because I do. Because if you so yeah, not if I'm the first from my country to win Dude. that thing. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. I can't you go to he can go into Japan, literally walk in the middle of the street where cars are coming. With my green jacket on, it's like a superpower. <laughs> 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 so, so congratulations to my man. So, you know, said to, uh, to to uh, Master Yama for winning it, man. Uh, I I hope to hear more from him uh, in the future. Uh, let's move forward. Like speaking in the future, like the future next big names in the NFL are about to pop out pretty soon because the draft is coming up. Um, I I don't know. I don't. Know. I don't want to get like too deep into it because you know if you listen to the show before, these guys always rob me about a certain. Uh, quarterback out of Alabama. I promise I'm not going to talk to him much about it, but the uh, the the crazy trade that we saw uh, between uh, the situation with the 49ers, the Dolphins, and the Eagles, where the Eagles went all the way down. I think we talked about it in the last episode we recorded. Um, we didn't talk about the 49ers part of it. Uh, I heard a rumor, and I think I posted it in the group. If you're on Facebook, go to that group, Truth and Toe Sports group. Uh, but I posted a, a a an article saying that the 49ers moved up with the intentions of drafting Mac Jones. Um, good or bad move uh, from you guys? What do you guys think? Bad. Bad move? Like, why is it a bad move, um, Mike? Bad. I, I am a huge Alabama fan. We know this. Mm-hmm. And I'm a huge fan of Mac Jones. Mm-hmm. I think he's a good quarterback. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's number three overall good. There's so much other talent. Garoppolo's not terrible. You can get another year out of him. You could use number three for trade bait mm-hmm. right now to get another quarterback. I don't think you draft him. I don't care much for Justin Fields either. Mm-hmm. But if you want the talent level, a more agile, more mobile quarterback, Fields is the way to go, but I, I feel yeah. like the Niners could draft so much more right there because they lost a lot this year, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. They lost a lot of stuff off the of defense, and just Jackson Jones is not good. Not not a good place at three. He's not the top. Five. He's not even a top five in the draft anywhere. I don't wow. like. I mean, it doesn't matter what he's projected. There's players way above him 
athletically better on the draft board. Obviously, don't pull a Philadelphia 76ers here and just draft the best available player so you end up with four centers at number one. (laughs) 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 You draft what's going to fit your team better, and Mac doesn't. All right. Slick, what you think, bro? Um, I'm, I mean, I think it's a bad decision as well, man. I mean, we know I'm, I'm anti-Alabama, but Mac Jones is a great quarterback. However, mm-hmm. a lot of people that debate me on this, I feel like it's, it, I feel like Trask is a better quarterback. Um, but he is not like White Mike said, he is not the number three. He's not even the number four, number five quarterback, in my opinion. I mean, mm-hmm. you got, Trevor Lawrence and uh, what's his name? Wilson out of BYU. That's definitely mm-hmm. going to be the first two quarterbacks. Right. But outside of that, um, Justin Fields is way more talented. I think Kyle Trask is way more talented. So it's just one of those. I don't think why, like, what is your, like he said, Garoppolo's not a bad quarterback. you got a couple of years left. He's not a Super Bowl quarterback, but mm-hmm. You're not going to bring Mac Jones in and start him. So why are you wasting your third overall pick on Mac Jones? That's okay. There's so much more talent out there. There's Powerful. so much more you can do. Um, usually when you draft that high in the third slot like that, mm-hmm. usually trying to get someone that that's a game changer or that can start right away. And it's kind of clear that one is clear they're going to want to draft a quarterback. Um, mm-hmm. Should it be Matt Jones? Is, is nature? No, it shouldn't be Matt Jones. Matt Jones shouldn't be anywhere near the top five or the top 10 or top 15 for that matter. Um, but I always thought if you're, if I think I, the reason, so I think they're going to still going to trade Garoppolo and to, to the point where, because if you're drafting a quarterback at three, mm-hmm. only to sit behind Garoppolo for one year, I think mm-hmm. that's I think that's insane. That's a wasted pick. Because if you're going to do that, you might as well trade down and get somebody get get a better get better on defense or get better offensive linemen or get you know what I'm saying get something yeah. that actually help. You don't, your you don't think you don't think that's them thinking about the future? No, yeah, but you don't think about the future at three. No, like, I think, I think you, right now at three that's, you've that's got some right now play right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're at three, line, that's right now. That's your top right. three. Top three kids are, are game changers. Um, right. When you start talking about late in the re- late late in the round, maybe you know second, third. That's when you start your future, whoever your future is. Um, okay. I don't think I don't think Mac Jones is that for anybody's team. To be honest with you, mm-hmm. Mac Jones is the guy that sits behind. Don't necessarily hold the clipboard, but he's definitely the, he needs to develop. For the NBA game or NBA NFL, yeah. Um, as Two opposed years. to, he's not a day one starter. Hmm. Um, and that's who's to say that Zach Wilson is going to be. But he's he's in that spot, and he's definitely said with Sam Darnold being traded, he's definitely the guy. Um, right, day one. You know what the ideal situation for me would be for Mac Jones to go if Melvin Dallas. just absolutely wrecked this draft and drafted him. I would be the happiest man on the face of this earth. Say what? If if what? If you're Giants and Gettleman, the guy that you love so much. Oh my God! Gettleman dressed Mac Jones. Oh, that was me. Listen, 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 listen. That'd be two years in a row that David Gettleman has like, like I guess I has his personal vendetta against me. Uh, Last year would be like the hiring of 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 of, of Jason Garrett. Okay. And then, like, if they draft Mac Jones as a quarter, uh, I would probably be in the market for a new NFL team. <laughs> I'll be done. I can't do it. Like, I, I, people say I hate on Mac Jones, and I don't hate on the kid. He, uh, I, 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 I see some of his interviews. He seems like he's a really good kid. You know what I'm saying? It's nothing, nothing against him personally. I just don't think he is where everybody's, uh, is putting it. I, I just, I, I just, uh, I don't see it. You know what I mean? Uh, he, I, I saw someone say like he was better than Tua. Like I don't, I, I vehemently disagree with that. Um, I just, I just, well, he had some better stats than Tua. 
the like my thing. Hold on, let me let me finish. The, the the thing with Mac Jones to me has always been the system that he's been in. You could put anybody in that system in Alabama at, at that quarterback that has some type of talent. I'm not saying he don't have any talent. He has some talent, but he hasn't. He has he had just enough talent in Alabama to excel. But well, he's surrounded uh, by so I will, much. I will also I will also say he, this. I agree with you. He mm-hmm. he is not a. Like if he's in a quarterback competition with somebody who yeah. has an equal equal talent, he's mm. not. He he won't be the. He won't win it. Um, and the 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 comparison the or the very early comparisons and uh, comparisons to him and Tom Brady are absolutely absurd. Absurd, dude. Sorry, like you, like the the thing about how? Tom Brady is that the thing that makes Tom Brady great is something that you can't compare rookies to. Like he's experienced and his smart. I haven't about seen the game. Was, Tom Brady was late was round Brady. draft pick. Like six, Tom six Brady was almost Mister Irrelevant. Like right. you can't six, say six, that. Like what I was, was saying, the best Mister Relevant ever. Yeah, but yeah. I think that I think well, again, what, what they try to compare. Only reason why they compare him to Tom Brady is two things: because of his height and because he can't move. And like can't, right, exactly. those are not good. Those are not good. Yeah, yeah. To that, compared that, to Tom Brady, that, if you compare it to Tom Brady, that's awful. Because in the in the draft, Brady sucked. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's yeah. over the years that he developed. Like he. But everybody, you can maker. you can credit Tom Brady's success to a Drew Bledsoe injury. I mean, like that's well, and you can also to a, to a a great defense but, and yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Like yeah. he's gotten but you a take great defense to, uh, and a great kicker. Uh, I'm sorry, you take Mac Jones, <laughs> like we were talking earlier, you take Mac Jones out of Alabama, any quarterback could have came into that system and still fed the ball to Devontae Smith and Jalen Waddle. All you got to do is throw that thing in the air. You know what we're saying? It's like him he, he two on any other team, they're still top 10 draft picks. You put right. Mac Jones on any other team, does he really go no. this high? In the draft pick, look, know? look, if, if, listen. I'm, I, I'll put it this way: if Mac Jones went to Auburn. Mac Jones no. would not be. We Mac wouldn't be Jones, talking, we wouldn't be having this conversation. We wouldn't, we wouldn't have this conversation right now. So, like, it, it's, yeah. it's, it's it, it, you you it's it's it was it's the system thing. It's not me hating on Mac Jones. I'm sure, he's a good kid, uh, but it's the system. To me, I don't think he's that. I don't think he's 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 talent. He, people give him way too much talent than he actually is. And that's and, and that's my issue. I, I watched the guy throw the ball downfield, even on not one but two of his pro days. Like no one has two pro days. I've never seen anybody has two pro days. Like what's the point of having two pro days? I gotta warn you. I'm gonna go I, hard in the paint on this. You okay, you're that. right. You're right. Okay, yeah. okay, I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop. Right. So moving yeah. forward. Right. Yeah, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for bringing me back in. I was about, I was that about was to gonna start. be a rud. <laughs> right. Um. So, any other uh, NFL news? Uh, uh, Sam Darnold going to the Carolina Panthers. Hollow point. Yeah. Being yeah. being the resident Carolina Panther fan here, uh, what was your first take on it? What was your first? I meant to text you and like, and, or uh, no, I wanted to call you. Yeah, I wanted to call you as soon as it went down. Yeah. What was like I, what, when you saw that? When you saw that message, like when you saw it go through, what happened? What was going on in your mind? Let me tell you. So, so I saw it. I, I no lie, I was like, because I'm be, just to let you know. I liked Ted Bridgewater when we first signed him. I thought that was going to be a solid pickup. He's a solid quarterback. He doesn't make too many mistakes. He's going to get you down the field, blah, 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 blah. And then the season happened, and he <laughs> did none of those things. And he got you to about the 20, and then you kick field goals for the rest of the game. He didn't throw touchdowns. He didn't really turn the ball over a whole bunch, but he would go, you know, seven for 10 for about 89 yards with no turnovers. You know what I mean? And so it's not, he didn't kill us, but he didn't really help us. You know what I mean? So, and then when you got your main dog in, in CMC down, well, you, you kind of rely on the quarterback. And then you have some able-bodied weapons on the outside. We had Samuel, Robbie Anderson, and DJ Moore. And you, you got speed down the field. All you got to do is put the thing up. And he never did, right? So it's like, so when I see this trade happening, I'm like, we got Darnold. Oh, Darnold let that thing go. Like, he ain't yeah, scared yeah. to let it go. So, nope. I like that trade a lot. Okay. And, like, for Bridgewater, I, I mean, good game, but uh, good luck, and thank you. 
I really like this trade. A lot of people give Sam Donald a whole lot of crap. Mm-hmm. But, but let's be honest, who's the last good quarterback the Jets have had? <clears throat> Facts. Facts. I mean, Gino Joe Smith. Mark, Mark Sanchez. <laughs> Mark Sanchez. The butt hey, fumble? Starting for one play. That's just one play, but like he, he, people forget, Mark Sanchez took the uh, took the Jets to back to back AFC Championship games. Right, that's exactly yeah, but what the I'm AFC thinking. was watered but down. That I'm not giving him like, that. Was back to back, he was back to back for uh, AFC Championship games. Yes, he didn't take them there. Yeah, he did. No, he did. Sanchez was the last. He's the last. He's the laughing stop because of the butt fumble. People like, yeah, you know, they put that buff over there, like, you know, there. But uh, prior to that, prior to that, Matt, Matt Sanchez was getting it done in New York. I Not agree. like, totally but agree. he was all, uh, but he's, he, 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 I mean, he, he played in the same uh, division as Tom Brady. Like, that, that yeah. obviously got overshadowed. What, else did, the, you know what, what else did the Jets have those years? That's it. You didn't have good receivers for real. You didn't have a good line. Yeah, I mean, like, he had a better line than what Donald's had. Yeah, and they, had had a a better, they had a they had a better defense at uh, those uh, those years. The defense is what saved the Jets both those back to back years that they went. Nah, man, I, I, I would say Mark Sanchez, them. Mark Sanchez uh, helped that team out a lot. People give I a shit because of the, uh, the the butt fumble thing, but Mark Sanchez definitely definitely helped that team out a lot. Well, In my opinion, I, I'm I'm happy that they decided to trade Darnold even he's a top he was a top three draft pick two years what, three years ago yeah yeah, yeah. He, I didn't like lose, he didn't lose any of his skill he was just had he was no. mismanaged mm-hmm. and bad coaching so yes. hopefully he gets with exactly. uh you know our our guys and hopefully we can put together something good for him and put him in position to succeed I hope so too because I think he's got a, I think he's got a uh, I think he's got like a uh, uh, a bad shape because like you know he, good quarterback they put on a shitty ass jet seat. He's also oh. reunited with his favorite receiver. Yeah, yeah, and he yes. don't have to sling that thing fifty times a game now. He's got Chris he has- McCaffrey to take you know twenty twenty touches or so <laughs> off of it. So twenty touches. Now Carolina spend a little bit of defense in this draft, and they'll be a decent team. You're not beating Brady, but you're gonna be a decent team. You think he'll get more or less? You laughed at the 20 touches. You think he'll get more? They're going to give Christian McCaffrey the ball every time. You said 20. That's why I was like, (laughs) (laughs) he averages like 35 a game when he was in the NFL. He'll get 25 carries and 10 10 catches. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Slick brought up uh, Tom Brady. And um, as you guys probably know, you uh, probably seen today. One of his former teammates in New England uh, decided like, to call it a career. Oh, yeah. Julian Edelman uh, retired officially today after failing a physical with the uh, New England Patriots. Decided he was going to hang up the cleats. Uh, what's your take on that? Uh, let's start with Slick. Let's start with Slick. Uh, man, Edelman came up in the system of Tom Brady. You didn't really the slot receiver had almost disappeared for a while, you know, and uh, everybody knows like. Tom Brady will make the slot receiver look good. I mean, you had a lot of good players just in New England alone in the slot receiver. So Edelman, I don't think, will ever be a Hall of Famer. But people that watched him in our time will always remember Julian Edelman, man. He is a prolific slot receiver. He is the epitome. He's up there with the Jordan, Jordy Nelsons and stuff, you know, like he is the slot receiver man, man. It, it, it sucks to see him retire the way he had to go out, but mm-hmm. hats off to man, him, man. He might not never make the Hall of Fame, but he's he's the Hall of Fame slot receiver for me anyway. <laughs> Definitely not <laughs> Hall of Fame, uh, period. But uh, Hall of Point, what you think? Uh, man, he had a great career. He, he was a, a kind of a self-made dude, you know. He kind of made etched himself out of a great career with, with the Patriots, got himself – what two rings? Three, two. I don't know. Three, two, two. three. Um, three rings. Was it three. Yeah, yeah, three. One or the other, and and uh, I think he was a a big cog in that wheel, man. I think. Um, yeah. You know, people always want to say that Brady didn't have many weapons, but you know, Edelman was a force. 
and his and his yeah, at his peak, he could, he was unguardable on, in the in in between the hashes. So, um, right. he he was never yeah. known for, to be a burner, but he he was probably one of the best, like you said, slot receivers that could go and manipulate his own and get himself open every time. Third down, you knew he was going to him, and he still caught it. Yeah, so exactly. That's that's yeah. a lot for him. So shout out to him. Um, I think with him failing the, the the physical, it just I think his body is like, hey man, go sit down somewhere. <laughs> you know, like it's like, all right, dude, yeah. this, this was cool, but yeah, go sit down. Yeah, we yeah we good. Yeah, uh, so wait, wait. I think shout shout out to him though, man. Hats off. He was a he was a workman, and mm-hmm. and like he earned his keep. That's that's what I can say. Wait, Mike. I slightly disagree with uh, Slick a little bit there. He said the the slot receiver was a dying position. He kind of brought it back. That's not true. Before Edelman, the Patriots signed Wes Welker, who really brought true. that position back to life big true. time. True. Yeah. Uh, he was. He's my wake or breath. He did it with he did it with Miami. Wes Welker was a good hands possession guy. Not I mean. He was a burner. I mean, he would, he could fly. I mean, he obviously did punt returns and kick returns for him too. But he really epitomized that position for smaller receivers. And then when the Patriots, I looked it up, the Patriots drafted Edelman in the seventh round, 232nd overall, 27th pick of the seventh round. So, but he wasn't going to be anything for anyone else. He was, they held private workouts for him. He was going. So, to your point about him making the Hall of Fame, um, I don't know if it's true. I've never looked up the Hall of Fame requirements, but the meme on Facebook says you have to make a Pro Bowl with the Ryan Fitzpatrick meme. Edelman is, is so he never made a Pro Bowl, unfortunately, but he is a Super Bowl MVP. So that probably that should trump the uh, Pro the Pro Bowl. Bowl. Uh, yeah, yeah, no doubt. So. Uh, for me, uh, I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call half bullshit. And the reason I call it half bullshit is I really think in my heart of hearts that he faked this retirement to get down to Tampa. You pulling that Gronk? Hey, Gronk did the same thing. Gronk He's pulled, was traded yeah. to Detroit and said, before I go to Detroit, I'll retire, and then took his ass down to Tampa Bay. So I could see I that. Yeah, I don't I, – I, so I think – The difference I, is – the difference is he failed a – he failed a physical. Gronk was right. about to get traded. Yeah. Gronk was like, fuck that trade. I'm retiring on your ass. Yeah, it ain't hard to drink 40 beers a night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, thinking he got, I'm thinking he he got three three Super Bowl rings. He good to go. His bone, his his bones is broken, listen, bro. Listen, if, if that's if, if that's true, if that's true, if that's what it is, like hey, hats off to the dude. You know, so I, I I I enjoyed rooting against you your entire career because you played for that, you know, so you played for the Patriots. I enjoyed rooting against you the entire, but you had a great career. Uh, no one can forget about that catch in that Super Bowl against Atlanta, which actually sparked the whole comeback thing. Uh, so, you know, Julian Allen, you know, hats off for that shit. But in my heart, in my heart of hearts, I really believe that, you know, he's he, he, he's trying to take the easy road to get down to Tampa to win the green night with his boy, uh, Tom Brady, down in Tampa and win another Super Bowl. Retirement down in Tampa? Yeah, I get yeah. that. Who, who, was the, who was the slot receiver for uh, the uh, the Buccaneers? The whole uh, it wasn't Hogan, it was uh, at um, no, 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 it was uh, uh, King, 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 Scott, King, Scott King, King right? Yeah. He's, trying re- he's trying to replace Scott King. Scott King, if you listen to the show right now, holding your spot, bro. Go, <laughs> go out and play faster than Edelman, yeah. dude, and got way better hands. Listen, it's just saying this is probably it's, a possibility. I'm pretty sure it was Scotty Miller, wasn't it? Scotty Miller. Miller. Right. Scotty Miller. Called out uh, Tyreek Hill for a race. Yeah, he a burner. Oh, there's been a couple of people that have done that, though. You know, uh, Chivers for Auburn called him out in a race, too. Uh, but there's been several people that's called Tyreek out. Will yeah, they beat him? I don't know. But This was before the Super Bowl. Mm. Like, a couple days before the game. Yeah, well, they also called that defensive line out too, and you see how that panned out for. Them. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Um, baseball, baseball's back. Time out, Hula. 
Before we move on to baseball, I just want to shout out a player that I think will be a great draft pick for any team that gets him. And I'm biased. I coached this guy Mm -hmm. when he was 12, 13 years old. The man's coming straight out of Mobile, Alabama from Blunt High School. Y'all just remember the name Kadarius Tony because he's fixing to eat. He is fixing to eat in the NFL. Really feel like that man I've, I've watched this kid for many 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 years and he went from a quarterback in high school to one of the best receivers in the country so okay what college he went florida. To florida. he played for florida kyle trask was throwing he to had him. a hell of a game against uh alabama in the fcc championship yes he did Yes, he did, man. And I was so ecstatic for it, War Eagle, but, you know, we'll leave that part out. Hey, you know, I was – I, I rolled tied, and I, I was pulling for him. You know, I'll never pull against a, a Mobile guy to, to have a good game. I hope the team loses if they're playing Alabama, but I'm not going to pull against them to have a bad game. Okay. Yeah, no doubt. Well, we'll be on the lookout for him. Um, reach out to him, man, see if he will, you know, do a guest spot on the show. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. All right, so uh, we're gonna move on to uh, the baseball now. Uh, we're in like the first like week, two weeks of the season. Uh, first two weeks of the season, uh, we 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 made our picks on the last show. Um, where where where's your team sitting at now? <laughs> um, I think all of our I think all of our picks are looking pretty pretty crappy right now, but. As we always say, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Um, there you go. And you got it. You can't. Anybody who is like, there's no team that's ever been great from start to finish. Like right. straight up a whole season, just beat down and then finish it off with a World Series title. There's been regular season good. Like say, remember when Seattle had their good moment. They had a good regular right. season and they lost it. in the not All the 90s Braves. I mean, yeah, the 90s 90s, Braves, no, yeah. but not even though because they they never started off good all the 90s teams i remember always crapped the bed in the beginning then had to come back in the end to win and then crap the bed at the end and then crapped at the end yes <laughs> except against cleveland in 95 but but eight. but yeah it's i think um it's been a good start because teams are still trying to find out who they are and stuff i still mm-hmm. And I'm gonna have to have you guys help me out in terms of how these guys get injured so fast in a non-contact sport. I never it's 160 games, man. That take a toll on your body. We're on game 10. I understand. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, you know, these guys are injured. Some of these guys are injured or out of the lineup or taking a day off, and I'm like, y'all don't play 10 games. You know, like what what are we doing? So. But, you know, the, the major injury you're talking about is uh, Tatis Jr. How yeah, far do you got to swing the ball to tear something? That's, yeah, that's a whole other story because the way he swung on that, if you saw the, the swing where he got injured on, it seemed like he saw the best pitch of his life and he tried to swing out of his shoe. <laughs> <laughs> he did not. <laughs> he took his whole body to try to swing at it and, and, and it did not go well. So, yeah. Uh, and what does that mean for the Padres? He's, he's going to miss. I, they don't want to say the season because it's bad for their team and, you know, their fan base and whatnot, but he's going to miss the season for that. That's not yeah. something you can recover from quick, quickly. So what's that, like, yeah, what's, like they said, what's that mean for the Padres? The Padres are right now currently 7-3 and three in the uh, NL West, right behind the Dodgers and just above the, uh, the Giants. Um, do they tank? rest of the season like i don't want to say tank but like you know is is it going to affect them for the rest of the season i don't think it matters the dodgers are the dodgers they're eight and two right now like i think we see that same trend all year with the dodgers man that's still mm-hmm. the team to beat. you gotta you gotta mm-hmm. keep that in mind like yeah for sure it's, I it's, it's it was I think like they the have, they, all pitching. those years playing behind the patriots like you're playing I think behind the dodgers. i think they're i think their pitching is super solid so I don't think it. I, I think it's a. I think it's a blow, but it's not right. a. It it doesn't kill them. Isn't that where our baseball friend of the show went? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blake Snell. Yeah, F. Blake Snell. Yeah, yeah. F. Blake Snell. Yeah, Blake Snell. Yeah, F. F. Blake Snell. But like, uh, he's he's with the Padres. Yeah, I I don't know. I think several games. I, I really do. I don't think they're gonna fall out of second place behind the Dodgers. And I think when he comes back, it puts him in a dog fight with the Dodgers to take take over. Um, right. But like I said, they're, they're pitching solid. And believe it or not, the rest of their team's solid. I just think you take away – they lose a lot of their, their fun, their who their identity has become with him. Their energy, even Hosmer. Yeah. He's mm. older. Hosmer's an older guy now in the in MLB standards or even professional right. sports standards. He had a different kick about him that he didn't even have whenever he won the World Series with the, the uh, Royals. So mm-hmm. he brings a different energy to the team. I think that's what's going to hurt him. Right. Um, big surprise in baseball, like uh, we we talked about, and I think I, I, I I'm gonna get a lot of shit for it, but the uh, the Red Sox, uh, <laughs> six straight wins, man. Started zero and three, and I got really happy. Yeah, the <laughs> division. And now, and now, everybody in our group, like I said, we talk about the Facebook group. Go check that Facebook group out. Everybody in that group is coming at my head right now about yeah, the, uh, the 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 Red Sox. Yeah, they like I said, like it's 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 a it's a marathon, not a sprint. It's not about how you start; it's about how you finish. Um, Red Sox are six and three right now at the top of the AL East uh, by what? A game and a half. Game and a half. Game yeah. and a half. Uh, Everybody uh, uh, right now is six and three outside of yeah. the Dodgers. All division leaders right now are six and three. I think Cleveland's five and Cleveland's three. Five and Cleveland, behind, yeah. Uh, yeah, but right. other than that, man, everybody, all division leaders are holding steady. Are holding steady. But, like, at this point, um, so this is my little message to everybody out there, like, coming at me in the uh, in, in, in the comments and stuff like that. Hey, it's, it's like, like we said before, it's a, spirit, it's, it's a marathon. is not a sprint. 162 game season. Uh, Congratulations to them for like you know for playing baseball. So I even, that's, uh, that's all I'm saying on that. That's all I'm saying. I'm gonna congratulate the Orioles for being currently tied for second place in the division because that's the closest to second you're getting all year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's the closest. Wasn't it the <laughs> Orioles that were the only team to have a zero percent chance to win the World Series? Uh, to know to make the playoffs. To make the playoffs, yeah, not even yeah. in the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, think about yeah, think about the division they're playing in. Like, you have Toronto, who's good. You have the Yankees, who's, who historically like there, and then you have uh, Tampa Bay, who's coming off a um, AL championship, American League championship, yeah. uh, and, they, and, 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 and they are, and and as much as like you know, uh, Tampa Tampa looks good too, even with a four and five record, they're still pretty good. They 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 like they've been playing. Uh, Rice Aroni's hitting the cover off the bone, uh, off the ball. Um, they they they're doing they're doing well. They just lost that one key piece in Blake Snell, f him by the way. F-ly. But they lost that they 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 lost that one key piece. But they're still looking like the American League champions. Yeah, no doubt. Hmm. No, and you still don't know. Like you still don't know their roster. Like you could say you you could, that sounds cool. What you just said, I don't know the other dudes. I know nah. Rice you know, <laughs> I know Rice Cerrone. That's it. That's what I know. That's it. Like I don't know the dudes. How they keep <laughs> doing that every year? That's see. I think. I think um, baseball is like the manager is kind of uh, underappreciated, I think, because oh, it's so time. important to have a good manager, especially when you have a roster that a, a bunch of unknowns and mm-hmm. you, you got to get them up every day to play against these teams that have these like established stars and just say, hey, right. you can play too, you can play too and keep them going, you know, so that's mm-hmm. that whole manager. coaching staff. You gotta- you got to be an excellent pitching coach to get it. Right. You, you got to have get, great coaching to, 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 to have head, those guys. Coach, I mean, play the way I they play. I think it all boils down to the pitch, and I agree, White Mike. It, uh, it, it's how you're going to rotate your pitchers in and the primary games, how, how you know if your pitchers could hit certain batters. I mean, mm-hmm. vice versa, if batters could hit certain pitchers, et cetera. But right. As bad as I hate to say it, because you see the A's gear on, uh, Houston is still scary. I mean, I know we still are in the jokes of trash cans and stuff being thrown at their games and stuff, but that was hilarious at the Angels game. That was hilarious. Yeah. 
speaking of angels, there I, I feel they dropped extra fowlers out for the season. So and they weren't gonna be that good anyway. Yeah, exactly. So it's hey, the angels. They got Mike Trout. They got Mike Trout, and that's about it. Dexter Fowler. Shohei Otani. Is... <laughs> Don't look at me like that, Hollow Point. Dexter Fowler is like not really going to be like he weren't going to be much of that team anyway. And he's starting to get washed up. He's getting older. But Otani is probably the best player on the Angels right now. Shut your. Yeah. Oh, Mike Trout still. Mike, Mike Trout. Trout. Mike Trout still. Bye, and then Otani. Otani's yeah, good. Tani. He ain't Trout. He ain't Trout. Nah. Trout gonna oh. be out next two weeks. As much as I like the dude and love to watch him play. He's injury prone. Very, very, very. The, was, uh, the only that? time I've seen him play was like Mike Trout uh, was when he came and played at the uh, for the uh, the Mobile Bay Bears on a rehab yeah. uh, in, a, in a rehab game, like when he injured his thumb a few years ago. Uh, he's uh, very imposing uh, player in the box, like you know, saying as, as, uh, for uh, for a pitcher, especially like a a double A pitcher, like oh my god, this is Mike Trout. You know what I mean? So, uh, but Dexter Fowler's injury really ain't going to factor. I, I guess they'll suck more. If yeah, you they're in third, I think, right now. So, they might drop down to fifth, you know. Yeah. Uh, but. Who else is in their division? You got um, you got yeah, the Dodgers. No, no, no. Uh, no, 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 no. The Phillies are actually. Uh, no. Who's in the A's division? Who's in the Angels division? The A's? Athletics. No, the we Astros? got it's Cleveland, the Houston, A's, and Angels, right? Yeah, Texas, Texas, Oakland. No, you just Cleveland's in the center. And Cleveland LA, right? the Central. They're in the AL Central. It's I know for a fact Houston, Oakland, and Cleveland are all in the same. No, they're in the Central. Houston, the Angels, in the West. Seattle. Yeah, Houston, the, okay, uh, the right, Angels, right, the Seattle, right. Texas, I'm, and Oakland. There you go. And and you know we're giving we, we're giving uh the a uh the Angels crap. They're they're tied for first in the uh, in the West. Yeah, y'all. Yeah, I, was, I, was I was gonna, gonna let y'all be great. I was gonna let y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Y'all doing all that trash talk? They they sit there in first place. Like okay. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. They're like they got the third best record in the AL right now. I think Angels like, always do that, man. They set you up to let you down. Trust me. Yeah. I picked them last oh, trust year me, I'm an A's fan. You I did. did. We talked you about did. this. I like, picked them last okay. year to win it. They killed me. <laughs> you did. Houston's gonna win the division as much as y'all hate them. Yeah, as yeah, much as we I hate them, Houston's gonna win that division. The passion, like every year, think, we will have no. like such a great record and then lose the wild card game. Yeah. I'm, I'm last year, last year I, I picked the AOS as the worst uh, 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 division of baseball. It is. It is. It really is like the trash division. And then you have, um, yeah, Houston, the, those cheaters in it. So, yeah, no, no. Whatever. Whatever, bro. <laughs> Let's talk hey, about moving, that call, man. The moving, moving right along. Moving right along. Let's, uh, let's, let's talk about some. Uh, there was a big game um, over the weekend. Uh, I think it was say like Friday night, uh, the Lakers in Brooklyn. Yeah, the Lakers. The Lakers took the JV. Big thing from the MLB. Say what? Did we discuss that big thing from the MLB? Yeah, yeah. You skipped over that. Let's talk about that controversial ass call. Oh crazy. my God! Yeah, let's talk about that. Wait, wait. He started off. Man, two things. How my man didn't break his ankle, I don't know. Because it, like, went straight up. What are you What are you talking scored. about, though, Mike? Yeah, let's let, 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 start no. off. Yeah, let's listen to Let Let's listen to well, I can't get that picture out of my head. But So, last night, the uh, the Braves and Phillies were in a hell of a game. And dude leads it off with a double. He gets around a third on a, on a sack single. Then he has a sack fly to go in. And he slides in the home, misses the bag. He gets up as Hollow Point said before the show, and he sold it like there was no selling tomorrow. Like, he played it off. They replay it, and that's where it all went to hell on social media. Because they called the guy safe originally. Replay shows he never touches the bag or the plate. And they still caught him safe. 
Did we lose him? Oh, there he goes. Did we nope. lose Melvin? Yes, we lost. I can't hear you. Oh, okay. It, uh, watching him uh, uh, play in real time, watching the play in real time, it like he was out. I don't see how. Because he was out. They, that's how I looked yeah, before I looked at him. Yeah, he was definitely out. So I don't see how after seeing that and then maybe maybe it was kind of close and like, you know, there on the field. There, but There was literally one angle that you could see it from that you could say, uh, because I called him safe, you can't see anything to overturn it. That was what right. they used. They used, I feel like they used that one angle where his foot was down next to the plate, but not necessarily touching it. And they, they did, they wasn't, Cued in on to where there was four inches of feet between between the feet and the plate. It was an awful call. It was that dude should have got fired for that. Like and whoever did the replay afterward, he should go get fired too. That was ridiculous. So my opinion, that was the worst call in baseball since the no hitter pitcher for Detroit. You know, number one, the guy slid in with cleats up. Like that's a that's a written rule in baseball. You don't slide with cleats up, and it's clear he slid in the home just cleats wide up in the air. Number two, like everybody in the Stevie Wonder could have tell that man never touched home plate. Like the catcher for um, the Denod Denod, the catcher for Atlanta. I forget his name, Denod. Um, he cannot believe Ozuna smoked that ball from left field, and it was it was a hummer on the money, and he clearly blocked the plate. Um, Baum, Baham, Baum, whatever his name was for Philly, he slid in cleats up, and mm-hmm. he clearly did not touched the plate. Yeah. Worst blown call since the pitching days of the Detroit no-hitter game. Uh, the perfect game. I know you're talking about. Perfect game, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, it, uh, yeah. That right there in itself, like, uh, I just. I don't know how you how you missed that call. I, I, I really don't. I, I really don't get how you missed that call. It didn't. It, he Even from the angle from where um, the, the, the ump was on, on the field uh, in real time, I don't see how he called him safe because like the i mean obviously the ball got there before uh before the uh the runner did the catcher grabs it cradles it moves over put the tag like he perfect block of the plate and everything there was no way the guy could have got there like i don't i just don't see maybe they, they probably should investigate that guy for like betting or i don't know he maybe saving point i don't know man i just think i i give like i said it was a terrible call that was my original take but the dude who sold it, I give him all the credit because he got up yeah. and he oh, popped yeah, up sure. and turned around. Oh, he high fiving sure. people. He didn't hesitate or nothing. Normally, it's when you know you, everything, yeah. Normally, when you know you done something wrong, you usually like hesitate mm-hmm. and you're kind of like, yeah, uh, maybe like, he hope he don't call it. Yeah, kind of like something like that. Yeah. You stop. He yeah. didn't stop one bit. He didn't hesitate. He didn't do nothing. And so the, the, it, it kind of made the ump kind of second guess himself, like. Okay, he's safe then. All right, cool. <laughs> so, so act like you've been there before, and then good things will happen. That's what we learned from that. Absolutely. So speaking of like uh, supreme confidence, what's it like for the Lakers uh, in their uh, bench after they destroyed the probably the one you know the best team in in, in, in the NBA right now, the uh, the Brooklyn Nets? Um, what's it like for like the uh, for the bench, the bench? Hey man, the I'm a Lakers. Yeah, I'm finna say, man, y'all know me. Y'all got fifty Lakers hats. Uh, when the bench of the bench is scoring points, like Horton Tucker, fourteen, KCP, fourteen, like I'm even uh, do we got the Marquise Morse? Is that the Morse brother we got? Yeah, which everyone you got? Fourteen, like you know, like the Lakers were showing out with no LeBron, no Kyle. No AD. Right. Uh, Drummond happened to make his Lakers debut at the right time as far as points with 20 points compared to KD's 22. 
Dennis mm. Schroeder was going off. Like Dennis Schroeder would have probably had 30 had he not got ejected in the third quarter, you know? Had he not like, got ejected in the uh, third quarter, like uh, Kyrie was having a hell of a game too. Kyrie was. Kyrie, mm. I think, ended what, 19 points, something like that. Like both of them, it would have been tip for tap with them too. Can we, we not agree that that's, that was the weakest ejection in the history of ejections? It was, man. It was, it was so weak. I don't know. Like, I don't know. No I've pushing. seen – I see. It was I see. It's a I, bunch of chump talking, and they ejected him over chump talking. That's it. I, I don't know. What, Kyrie is going to jack his job. I don't know. When Devin Booker got ejected a couple, uh, it was like uh, like a week ago, two weeks ago. I think that was some BS too. Well, yeah, yeah, not even, it was some BS, but I mean, the, when I say the weakest, when I saw Schroeder and and Kyrie Irving getting into a fight, I'm I'm thinking like they asking each other, y'all want to race. Like it's like watching flyweights fight. You know, nobody really cares. Get it over with. We're gonna play basketball again. What are y'all doing? Like you know what I'm saying? It's, y'all nobody care. Just go sit out. Who gonna read the book the fastest? So what are y'all gonna do? Nobody mm-hmm. cares. Get bigger. Blake Griffin showed me why we don't care if the Brooklyn Nets got them. And them boy, we talked about this on a previous show. I would feel like Aldridge, me and White Mike talked about if both them two could average seven minutes, 12, 13 points a game. Aldridge did his part. Blake Griffin played 17 minutes, zero rebounds, two points. Like, what do you expect? You look closer, you will see my shock face. <laughs> right. Come on, man. I told you. <laughs> like, like we've discussed, <laughs> that was a wasted trade. Was a waste. space, man. Was washed. The Brooklyn Nets, in my opinion, still don't win yeah. the East. No. And the, the problem with it, and, and, you know, I'm, I'm, tra- I'm hitting this objective. I don't think they won the East. No. Who beats them in the East? Six. Philly. You smoking crack. I won't say crap. Come on, man. <laughs> I think that's a good series, bro. I mean, you say what you will, but it's a good series. And beats the center. Philly beats them. Philly beats them in the East. Yeah. I, I won't say they yeah, beat them. I say it's Philly, a good series. It's Milwaukee. It's a good series. I mean, Philly's good. It's definitely, it's, it's definitely a good series. I say it's a good series. I think it goes. I think it goes seven. I think Philly and Brooklyn go seven. Philly or Milwaukee come out of the East. I don't think Brooklyn Milwaukee makes it out of the East. Milwaukee, Milwaukee will be there. They they uh, have Milwaukee. the same that they're gonna be all the time. Mm-hmm. It's, A it's, one man give give Giannis the ball, spread out the floor, let him spin move us into oblivion. If they right. can hold where they're at, they'll get a good seed in the playoffs. And right now they're without the Greek freak, so you still can't count Milwaukee out. Well, you're not counting mm-hmm. them out, but we're we're not talking about seeding. We're, we're not talking about even the first round. Like where where Milwaukee needs to get or needs to be is conference finals and and finals, and that's their next that's mm-hmm. their next progression. They've been past first round, and hell, they've even been past second round. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. But until they're able to uh, convince Giannis to become a better shooter on the outside and convince the coach to stop using that same dummy offense and get some other people involved with the ball and motion and man motion. They're always going to be predictable. That's their problem is they're predictable. And when you play in a seven game series in the playoffs, teams know what you're going to do before you do it. So you got to do other stuff. Um, But like you said, they've been there. Yeah. They've been there. they, They have, but they, that's their, their plateaued. They're plateaued. I think other teams are better. Like Philly's better than them now. And Brooklyn's better than when healthy. I think Philly wins the East, in my opinion. That's my opinion. If you got a a healthy Philly. Healthy Philly's tough. That's not a bad pick. Mm -hmm. Um, In terms of the the game, though, as far as the Lakers and the Nets game where we began with, um, I think it was a great game. And y'all forgot to mention uh, McLemore, who was a good pickup as well. Lakers picked up Ben McLemore. Yeah. Um, Yeah, he was. Yeah, so solid pickup. Um, he's he's kind of like J.R. Smith a little bit without hmm. as much weed, I guess. Um, or, or or Hennessy. Or Hennessy, yeah, as much Hennessy. His, his <laughs> eyes aren't, aren't pink, you know. <laughs> but I think um, <laughs> I think uh, the, what it did for the Lakers is kind of give those guys confidence. It did when when LeBron and AD come back. And they get into their normal roles, they got confidence to where they can actually play. Um, right. 
you know, when you get a good win like that, when everything falls in line, KCP hit like five, four of five from three. Mm-hmm. You, when the last time you seen what? that? Like beginning of the season. You know, right. So you got those guys feeling like they can actually play. And then they actually gave THC some some actual minutes. So it's like everybody got double figures. I want to say they got like eight, eight people in double figures, eight. Nine. Their whole starting, their whole yeah, the starting bench. five, and then like three or four off the bench, all had at least ten. Minimum was fourteen points. Yeah, like I said, Horn Tucker, TCP. I, I think Michael it gave Moore had seventeen coming off as a six man, something like that. So I think it gave them confidence to 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 play, to to hold down the fort while the while the big guns get healthy. Um. So speaking of pickups and not not good pickups and all that, our favorite. Friend of the show. Hey. Say what? He's something, he's something good. Daddy, daddy hadn't pulled no strings for him no more. Oh, he's still, he still ain't got a Oh, man. I thought that's your news. I thought the you were going to give me something good, man. The Milwaukee thing fell through? Yeah, he didn't go to Milwaukee. Son Apparently, the Nuggets were looking at him as of an hour ago. The Nuggets? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I hope so. I hope so. Also, uh, well, anyway, Austin, check it out, bro. Uh, I got a, I have a blow up mattress. Right. Here, you know, what I'm saying down here, you can, you, you come here, you can crash. Right. Um, <laughs> we can, we can. I, I'll drive you to uh, Staples Center. We can get you try to work out, uh, get you work out with the Clippers or maybe the Lakers, yeah. or like a ten day contract or some shit. <laughs> I don't know. But if you, if you need me, you know, say so you know how to reach us. Hit us up on Twitter. Rewind the show. Yeah. Listen to Hollow Points. And, yo, and listen, and listen for real. I'm be I'll be here for at least a month. We can slide down to Charlotte real quick, get you a quick mm-hmm. run with them. I got a plan. Yeah. Hey, Charlotte, Charlotte is gonna be the sleeper in the East, even without Lamelo. Man, I don't know if y'all seen that dunk by Bridges, but Bridges is showing out in Charlotte right now. So I I heard about the dunk and I haven't seen it yet. I'm gonna um, tell you what, man. It's a it's, oh, a, it's, it's a poster it child, man. It's yeah, a it's poster a murder child. Scene. Okay, I gotta look it up. I'm gonna look it up. Uh, Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it's one of those dunks that gets you up off your out of your body before you before you know you're out of your body. No doubt. (laughs) And then I don't know if y'all have ever listened to a Charlotte game, but their their commentator is the most exuberant commentator I think I've ever heard. Like, (laughs) and the way he commentated when Bridges posterized him, like it was. Are we talking about a dog called Capella? Yes. 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 Okay. Yes. And but when you got to listen to it. When I saw it, when I first saw it, my whole facial expression I'm, changed. I'm I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. Oh. And then the commentary is what does it. You saw it's it. Look, the commentary it. <laughs> that does it. He just he dropped it. <laughs> he dropped his camera <laughs> for, for the for the view for the listeners. Bro, dropped his whole camera. <laughs> Dude, I told, I told you. I told you. Bro, it's it is ridiculous. He caught that out of his whole body. That dunk, man. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, hold on, my knee hurts. Oh. Did you call it Cosby? But it's the commentation. I have a I have a real good friend who is a diehard Hornets fan. He lives in for the listeners. If y'all know where Pine Rock. North Carolina is it's like right there on the cusp of North Carolina and South Carolina, but he's a huge uh, Hornets fan and listening to the games with him. I've never seen a commentator that is more excited than this guy. And when Bridges put that thing down, that's what made it. Bro, he he dunked on his whole family with that one, man. Yeah. Dunk of the year. (laughs) Dunk of the year. Somebody is that dunk in a group yet? Someone posted it. Put that in a group. It dunk should be of in the there. year. It should be in there. Jeez. He put his whole body in. A, he, he went wow. In. It was crazy. Yeah. Down like, <laughs> wow. So, Clint so, Capella. Clint Capella. Let me talk to you real quick, bro. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hold on. Let me let me highlight Clint Capella real quick. Yeah. Straight up. Listen. Um. I hope you cash in your four hundred one k soon because we got bereavement. You can't play too. no more. <laughs> you can't play no more. <laughs> to the to, that. to the to the Capella family, we also do bereavement <laughs> services. 
Absolutely. We got counseling. We got all that. We, we got ca- we got counseling. We do all uh, that you stuff, guys, man. Yeah, we do all of that stuff hey, here at Truth Told Sports. Internet. You're gonna have to Dude. you're gonna do that for a long time. Jeez. Yeah, it's like a, it's like being victim of a Derrick Henry stiff arm. Like pretty much. Listen, yeah. listen, yeah. listen. Like, Clint Capella walked away right from that shit like he got smacked in the ear. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said before, the best part was there is no fans in the stands, and he's yelling at somebody. You don't know what he's yelling oh. at or who he's yelling at. I gotta watch that again. He's hubra, 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 hubra. It was crazy, man. It's it's definitely. Uh, I think Anthony Edwards had a dunk sick this year, but other than that, he. Bridges no, see, the thing is, he fell it. though. Like he fell. Yeah, one, he did fall. Yes. One. Yeah. It wasn't God. over a big, and two, he fell. Like Bridges got up on that on Capella. Capella has has had a game with ten blocks. Like he's a formidable right. defender. Listen, listen. Right. And he got up on him and then floated down on the off the air, like it was nothing. He's now a formidable poster. Listen, yeah. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> let me say the impact of that, that, that dunk. I'm still listening to the uh, the the audio from it, man. He dunks the ball. Um, Atlanta takes it out and it and goes back down court. And the announcers and everybody in the arena still reacting to that dunk. Yeah, I um, told you. That, Atlanta that misses the ball <laughs> and misses the shot. They get the rebound. They're still talking about the dunk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is this whole different possession. <laughs> they got called timeout, bro. <laughs> <laughs> they got called timeout. This is yeah. ridiculous. Wow. Yep. Man, that's crazy. Fantastic dunk. Fantastic yeah, dunk. Dude. Oh my goodness. That's that's good. That's 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 dude, that's good enough to be in the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Hey, so, uh, you, still my team in the east, Portland's still my team in the west as far as sleepers. Uh they're still riding mid mid range for both teams, fourth yeah. fifths, you know. Uh but those are the teams that if I think if anybody makes noise outside of the obvious, it'll be one of those two. Gotcha, gotcha. You got any parting words? Man, I love y'all. I'm glad we could do this. I feel like it's been an eternity since we've done it. It's only been mm-hmm. what two weeks? Like, so yeah. We only missed one week, but I'm glad, uh, glad I got to take the week off. Settle actually, first podcast in the house. Nice, um, nice, nice. So, dope, dope. Wait, wait. Glad to be back. Glad we was able to hit a show up this week. Uh, another good show. Mm-hmm. Appreciate y'all guys for you know listening to us. Keep coming back every week. We think we're funny. I hope y'all do too. I hope you laugh, yeah, for sure. Hit us, <laughs> hit us up on all the socials that we went over earlier. Uh-huh. Um, I've been a little busy this week, so the the Twitter's been down. I'm gonna get back on that as soon as I slow up. I was having some fun with it. So hollow <laughs> uh, hollow point. Um, quick shout out to my to my. Uh, FOB brothers, our, uh, military softball. Um, they went down to the dual military tournament down in Columbus, Georgia, placed uh, fourth. Nice. Um, so did their thing. So shout out to them. Shout out to all the people who hit me up on the on Facebook for the birthday shout outs. It was is uh is very humbling and it's a blessing, and uh, I appreciate it. Um, made me feel like uh you know, feel pretty good. So I, I thank everybody for doing that. Um, as always, appreciate the day ones. Thanks everybody for listening and, 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 and still listening to us. Mm-hmm. We, we try to put out mu- as much good content as possible. So thank y'all for that. Thank you. Uh, shout out to all the Moneyline Media folk. T- shout out to Touchdown. Touchdown by Doug Smith. My yeah, boy. Hit me up. He's been dropping uh, some good content. Yeah, yeah, he's been putting out some good stuff, so definitely go check him. Um, shout out, I mean, there's so many. I don't, I, if I miss you, I apologize, but, um, you know, shout out to uh, to everybody, man. So appreciate you. Hey, that's what's up. That's Happy what's up. birthday, that's homie. Yeah, Happy man. birthday. Yeah. Uh, uh, obviously, shout out to the homie, uh, Hollow Point. Happy birthday, my G. Um, I think he needs old, that song now. One of my, no, I'm not, I'm not giving it to him. He, he didn't want it, so, you know. One of my oldest friends in the world, man. So I appreciate you, dude. You know, so love you like you know, like a brother. Appreciate it, man. I hope you're the oldest. I'm in my forties. Shut up. 
Uh, so he's one of my oldest friends in the world. He's, he's, he's my friend for a very long time. Since, you know, 30 years, like 30 plus years almost. Uh, something so, yeah. something like that. Yeah, well, like, he's one of my oldest friends. the invention of the colored television come into play. We sure did. did How about it? We sure yeah. did. And we played, <laughs> and we played Nintendo yeah. on it. So shut up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, we appreciate everybody coming out, you know, and, and, and watching. Thank you for um, jumping on YouTube and subscribing on YouTube. Uh, we're trying to put more content out there as soon as possible. Um, really appreciate everybody, especially our day ones, everybody in the group, you know, every all the support that we uh, that we have. Uh, appreciate Slick for joining this show. White Mike, as always, as always, when he can. He's a busy man. He's been doing it. Um, Hollow Point, same, the same, man. So I appreciate the vibe everybody's been giving the show. Um, thank you guys so much. Oh, see the hat? Yes, see right. That's right. Fresh has and the fresh, fresh all the press has are, are, are out and will be available for purchase pretty soon. I'm not throwing them out there just yet. Um, oh, uh, on the note, I'm leaving on this note. Today marks the fi- uh, the fifth year anniversary of Kobe tearing his uh his Achilles tendon and getting out there and continuing to play the game. Uh, shot two free throws and shot two free throws and finished the game. I. I, we always shout out Kobe Bryant on this, you know, on, on this podcast because, like, we have this show has that Mamba mentality. We've suffered like so we've been through so much adversity. We still stick together, and we still, you know, we still put out good t- content for you guys. Uh, this is just the beginning of it, and we're, we're, gonna, we're gonna get better. We're gonna we're gonna do more, and you'll see a lot of truth to truth be told sports podcasts uh, in the in the future. So just get ready. Put the seatbelts on, get your popcorn ready. We're we about to do this thing. Uh, so you guys got anything else? 